The Lord be with you. On this week, when we remember the day that Jesus, to the cheers of crowds, entered into Jerusalem, knowing that it would lead to his death, I was struck by a certain headline. And it was the headline that talked about the difference between the police who responded to the school shooting at Uvalde and the police who responded to the school shooting at Nashville this week. You see, at Nashville, the police responded and they stopped the shooter within 14 minutes by entering that school. Whereas in Uvalde, the police stood outside and waited. They waited an hour and 14 minutes. And it's one of these things where I think most of us would like to say in in that kind of situation, we, like Peter, would say, though everyone else deserts you, I, O Lord, would never desert you. O children, I would never desert you. Jesus truly does that. He truly does walk into a place where there is death waiting for him. But the honest truth is that most of us Most of us flee. In all sorts of situations, we flee. When we are faced with just disagreement, we flee to popular opinion, just like the crowds do in the gospel. The crowds, oh yes, when Jesus is coming in triumphant on a donkey, they will shout to him, Hosanna, son of David. But when he is arrested, when the tides have turned, they will change their tune and they will speak words to condemn him. And when the facts don't quite fit the narrative that people are agreeing to in that moment, well, then they will fabricate the evidence they need, bringing false testimony. Oh, yes, they flee to popular opinion, and we do the same. We'll flee to internet echo chambers where we only hear the opinions that we want to hear. We only turn on the news sources that already share our bias. And when the facts don't fit our reality, well, we'll find alternative facts to make sure that we have the popular opinion of reality on our side. In the face of disagreement, we flee to popular opinion, but Jesus, Jesus is faithful. And he walks forward into our hypocrisy. But we, we flee. In the face of difficult decisions, we flee. We flee to abdicate responsibility to pass the buck. Jesus' disciples, Peter most of all, say, oh, we'll stick with you no matter what, Jesus. But when push comes to shove and they have to make a choice, a hard choice about whether to stick with Jesus or whether to deny him, Peter denies him. Says, you know what? He's in the hands of the chief priests now. He's in the hands of the governor. Those are the people in charge. Who am I? I'm nobody. I know nothing about this matter. I don't even know who that man is. Let someone else take charge and deal with it. And we do the same. We flee to abdicate responsibility. The children of our nation die, and and we say, well, leave it to the schools to figure out how to keep them safe. Leave it to the police. Leave it to Congress. They're the people who are supposed to deal with this problem. 
Who are we? What do we know? I do not know those kids. Yes, in the face of difficult decisions, we flee to abdicate responsibility. But Jesus, Jesus is faithful. And so faithfully, he walks forward into our denial. But we, we flee. In the face of danger, we flee to the protection that wealth offers. That's what Judas does when he sees that this ministry of Jesus may not quite have the ending he's hoping for. Judas, he flees to the people with power and says, what will you give me for betraying Jesus? He seeks his security in 30 pieces of silver in wealth, and we do the same. If we have enough money, we say, hey, it's a dangerous world out there, and so we flee to private, gated communities. We flee to the security of private security. We flee to private Christian schools where surely our children will be safe. Let the rest deal with it on their own. Yes, when faced with danger, we flee to wealth, but Jesus, Jesus is faithful. And so faithfully, he walks forward into our betrayal. And it may be that it is simply human nature to flee. It may be that it's simply human nature to run away until we have enough people at our back, that we have someone else giving the authority who can take the blame until we have the best protection money can buy. Maybe it's human nature to flee until we have all those things. In fact, we see Jesus who we proclaim to be both fully God and fully human, we see Jesus asking God, you know, I'd really like to flee also. In the Garden of Gethsemane, knowing what awaits him, Jesus prays, if it is possible, Lord, let this cup pass from me. I'd really like to flee. But the truth is, we can't flee. Not from what will destroy us, Oh, we try. Judas tries. Judas flees. He flees to the opinion makers, to the high priest. He flees to the people with authority and power, the people who are supposed to take charge and handle the situation. Judas flees to the protection of money, 30 pieces of silver. But even there, when he's got the crowds at his back, when he's got the highest stamp of approval, when he's got as much money as he can fit in his pocket, even there, Judas is destroyed. Because even there, he can't flee from that sense of isolation. He can't flee from his sense of shame. He can't flee from the sense of betrayal that will follow him with every footstep he takes. No matter how far he runs, that feeling is still there until at last Judas decides that the only thing left to do is to flee life itself. No matter who he takes with him. Friends, that's what's happening in our nation today. Our nation can offer our children everything. We are a nation that has more media and information than has ever been imagined to give our children whatever opinion they want to hear. Our nation has more military might than has ever existed in the world. There is no enemy that can stand against us. Our nation 
just the wealthiest nation on earth. We have money to throw at any problem we so desire. And yet for all this media, for all this military might, for all this money, we cannot save our children for they have an isolation, a sense of shame, a feeling of betrayal that is causing them to flee life itself no matter who they take with them. We cannot flee what is destroying us because it is within us. But when we flee life itself, Jesus, Jesus is faithful and he walks forward to meet us in death. Because what Jesus knows is what the police officers in Nashville know. That we cannot flee what is destroying us. We, we have to confront it. And those police officers in Nashville, they do confront what was destroying the children in that school. But if you watch the video that they released, the 14-minute video of the police officers going in, what you see is that some of those officers are veterans. They've been on the force longer than others. And what you see those veterans doing is they push. They push the younger officers forward. In moments of hesitation, those veterans, they keep pushing them forward. What is it that pushes them forward? Maybe it's love of duty. Maybe it's the love of their job. I pray it's the love of the children they know are in that classroom because it must be love that pushes us forward for it is love that pushes Jesus forward. Love of his heavenly father, yes, but love of those father's children here on earth. Jesus says, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, but if it is necessary for me to drink it, O oh Lord, let it be your will and not mine. Jesus goes into the place of death like those officers. But while those officers go to kill, Jesus goes to save. Jesus goes to save not just every single child who is scared, but every single child of God. Jesus goes to save even Judas. Jesus goes to save the Judases today, the people who have decided there is nothing left but to flee life and take as many with them as they can. Jesus has come to save the Judas of our nation that has sold out our children for 30 pieces of silver. Jesus has come to save us, for that is what the crowd shouted as he entered into Jerusalem, Hosanna, save us. And so Jesus does. But unlike the police in Nashville, Jesus cannot save us with weapons of war, weapons of destruction, because what Jesus needs to save us from is ourself. The disciples pull out a sword to defend Jesus, and Jesus says, put that away. Jesus says, I could ask my Father to send 12 legions of angels to defend me, but Jesus doesn't. Because the weapons of death won't destroy what is destroying us. Only the means of grace, only the weapons of life can do that. And so Jesus brings those 
means of grace, those weapons to life to bear upon the disciples who have betrayed him. Those people who seek to flee, he faces. He faces their hypocrisy with words of truth. When people fabricate false claims and insults against them, he doesn't bother responding. But he speaks the truth of who he is and lets it stand, even if he has to stand alone. He faces the disciples' denial and desertion with forgiveness. Even as he knows they are about to abandon him, he breaks bread and shares a cup saying, this is my body, this is my blood, drink of it, all of you, all of you, those who will desert me, you Peter who will deny me, you Judas who will betray me, drink of it, all of you, for it is the forgiveness of sins. Jesus faces our desertion with forgiveness. And Jesus faces our betrayal with acceptance. When Judas comes to betray him with a kiss, Jesus accepts that kiss from Judas and calls him friend. He calls him friend because Jesus has come to save us. And so when we flee to betrayal, Jesus is faithful and walks forward with grace. When we flee life itself, Jesus is faithful and walks forward to meet us in that moment of death because Jesus has come to save every single one of us, including Judas. And Jesus needs to be there in that moment. In that moment when the Judases of this world feel so much loneliness, so much shame, so much betrayal, that all they can do is to think to, to pick up a, a rope or a gun and to flee this life and take others with them. Jesus is there in that moment to say, you can give back the 30 pieces of silver and you can throw away the shame. You can break the rope. You can put down the gun. Jesus is there for Judas in that moment. But if even then we still flee life, Jesus is faithful and will walk with us into death. Jesus will take the bullet of every single child and with Judas, Jesus on the cross will hang because Jesus will share our death so that we can share his resurrection. My friends, we cannot flee from what is destroying us and we cannot kill it. It is us. It is within us. All we can do is to confront it, is to face it, to face it with the weapons of life, with the means of grace as Jesus does, to face 
hypocrisy with truth, to face denial with forgiveness, to face betrayal with acceptance. We cannot flee. So let us call upon the love of our Heavenly Father and the love of every single one of those earthly children to push us, to push us to walk with Jesus faithfully forward, even into death, that with Jesus we might find new life. Amen.